Welcome to Team Building Cultures, the podcast designed to deliver tools and tips for improving team communication, collaboration, and fostering a culture where teams thrive. Now, here's your host, Beverly Hathorne, owner of Strategic HR Consultants. Hello, listeners. Thank you for joining another episode of Team Building Cultures. I am your host, Beverly Hathorne, and today we'll be talking with Mr. Kenny Ingersoll. Kenny is a dream big coach. He is going to talk to us today about the money mindset. He's also podcast host of Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities, where guests talk about living your passion, fulfilling your purpose, and exploring your possibilities. How exciting. Thank you so much for joining me today, Kenny. I really appreciate you giving some time to my listeners and I. Thank you, Beverly, for having me on here. I am excited to be here and um, have this great conversation with you. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome conversation. We're going to talk about passion, purpose, and possibilities. And we're also going to talk about your Dream Big Coaching Program. So tell me, um, Kenny, to start with, how does helping others help you? So helping others, um, it's, there's a few things. One of them is like all ships rise with the tide, you know, and there's a great quote by um, Jim Rohn that says, if you help enough people get what they want, then you'll get what you want. So as you do that, you know, um, what you give will come back to you. And then also it helps you grow mentally as well, especially when you start helping with a, an abundant and gratitude mindset. I'm grateful that I'm in a position I can help this person. When you have that mentality behind helping others and you're not begrudgingly helping others, then more comes to you. You have more flow coming to you to be grateful for, more resources to help others with, more resources to help yourself with. So the more you give, the more you're going to get. But helping others allows you to grow by giving. So by giving, you also receive. I can definitely understand that perspective. And that is an awesome way to go throughout fulfilling your purpose. And I think that's just wonderful. And if each one teach one and each one reach one, think of where we would actually be. So that's wonderful that you're starting, you're leading the charge on that. That's really great. So let's talk about your dream big coaching. How does one start to dream big? And how do you dream big? What, what does that mean? What does that encompass? So yeah, so to start dreaming, you just look around and, and think about, you know, what you want you know where where are you at do you do you really want to do the same thing every day that you're doing you know on the the nine to five go home watch some tv eat dinner go to bed do the same thing are you really fulfilled you know that's part of um why i started that podcast you know because fulfilling your passion if you're not really fulfilled then you're not really living and realizing and thinking about what you want, then you start dreaming, oh, even the small things, oh, it'd be nice to have a a car with um, automatic doors. That was one of my dreams. I have a a minivan that has um, the manual slide doors. And then I'm like, it'd be nice to have one with automatic doors. 
And then so you just start thinking about what you want. And then dreaming big, you start, you know, going to those exploring those possibilities. You know, oh, there's someone with a van that has that. And you go talk to them. Hey, how does that work? How do you like it? You know, what what other features are available? And you just start exploring those possibilities. Or, you know, if if you want a, a jet or you want a a yacht or you want a, a house in Zimbabwe or whatever. You know, just start looking around and seeing seeing mm-hmm. what's out there and start envisioning yourself there. Then, you know, start believing that it's possible for you. That's where we get a lot of hiccup from is we, we see it's possible for others because we see it out there, but we don't believe it's possible for us. So when you see that and you start believing, you need to, if they can do it, then I can do it. Yes. So mm-hmm. opening your mind to that possibility of that you can do it too. Yes. And, you know, we have to live under, if we can believe it, we can achieve it. And what you're saying about the van with the sliding doors, I can so relate to that. The last car that I purchased, I wanted to purchase it new. And I had my eye on this car. I'd done a lot of research to determine which car was best. I get the best bang for my buck and all of that. And I settled on a vehicle. And one day I was sitting in my car at a red light and one of those car carrier trucks with the three levels of cars came by in front of me, only carrying that vehicle. He had like, I don't know, 12 of them on there. And I looked at that and I said, just one. I only want one. Surely I can get one. They made so many, so many people have them. I only want one. And I put that out into the universe. In your words, I I dreamed big and, you know, it wasn't like magic. You know, I had to do some things to, you know, take a step towards it. But yeah, I brought it into my universe and I achieved it. So I'm, I'm totally with you on that. And there are other aspects in my life. And I'm sure in the lives of my listeners, they will also agree and, and concur that there's been times when you just have to dream big and you have to bring that into your space, into your life so that it can manifest itself. And I was noticing here that you were talking about, uh, we were chatting earlier about the people that you have in your life. Why does that make a difference? Why do you want us to understand how important it is to surround yourself with the right people? Because they will have an impact on what you believe. If, if you tell your dream to a, a person that doesn't believe in dreams or it isn't dreaming big, you know, they're going to, if they're stuck in like the old mindset of trying to figure out how to make it happen versus just dreaming or, you know, they're going to shoot it down or they're going to say that's not possible or they're going to be a naysayer. And sometimes one of the biggest critics in that group is a person in the mirror, you know, so surrounding yourself with people is someone that's going to take you, Hey, look, what's possible. You're dreaming big. Great. Let's, let's go for it. Dream bigger. You know, it's going to encourage you. It's going to support you. That's going to, to help you as you, progress on those journey because they're on that journey too. And they want to see you progress and they want to, they want to enjoy those moments with you as well. And so having those people around you 
will make you go kind of like the Clydesdale thing. You can apply the Clydesdale theory or theory here. One Clydesdale horse can move 8,000 pounds on its own. But if you put two Clydesdale horses together, they can move 24,000, so triple. And if they're well-trained, they can move 32. So if you've got two Clydesdales in your group dreaming big and moving in the same direction, you can move a lot further, a lot more powerfully than on your own. And it's the opposite way. If you've got a cl two Clydesdale pulling against you, then it's going to be a whole lot harder to move forward. Wow. Yeah. So it's definitely important for us to surround ourselves with the right people. You know, I, I hear this, uh, I've heard this old adage that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with the team. So I, what you're saying about the Clydesdales, that really rings a bell and definitely relates, um, you know, to my experiences. And again, I'm sure the experiences of the listeners. So one other thing I wanted to ask you is why does dream team work as a reality? Why do you think that, you know, particularly when you're talking about the Clydesdales and why do you think dream team works as a reality? Well, yeah, it's, it's that support system. Um, you know, if you've got, let's say, you know, your dream is in restaurant or food industry, and you've got someone that's really good at baking, and someone on your team that's really good at cooking, someone on your team that's really good at, at fish, someone on your team that's really good at people skills, and, you know, and connections and someone on the team that's really good at numbers and running the math and the books. And, you know, so all mm -hmm. these pieces, you know, you don't have to do everything on your own. You don't have to do it all, you know, and, and they'll support you and bring you up and they'll do, they'll do their part and you'll do your part. And, you know, so it all works together. You know, think of it like a, a basketball team, like where a lot of that saying is heard. Even awesome. Michael Jordan didn't do it all on his team or, you know, Kobe Bryant or LeBron James. They work as a team, which makes their whole team grow. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's quite a uh, accurate concept. So, you know, let's talk about uh, a little bit about your podcast, which is passion, purpose, and possibilities. That's so that just sounds so wonderful to me where you're going to be talking about, I think it's living in your passion and exploring your possibilities and fulfilling your purpose. So what are, what are some of the things that you uh, go into on your podcast? Yeah. Some of the topics is I'll start with exploring the possibilities. Um, something I learned from one of my mentors um, your passion or your purpose can be several different things, you know, or your calling in life. Um, a lot of times we're, we're in the mindset we have to, you know, to be, have a calling or make an impact. We have to be a phenomenal teacher or a doctor or an astronaut or something with high stature or whatever, as per society, full, full credit to them, of course, but your purpose in life might be because you're a good listener or your calling might be a good listener, a good teacher, a good, you know, cook, 
a good fisher, whatever, you know, everybody has something to contribute. And while it may not require the same degree in schooling that others do, it could be just as important to the people as any other calling. And, and a lot of times we undermine that. So I talk about the journey of giving yourself permission to be that good listener. Maybe you're your smile is phenomenal, or maybe you're the, the best cook in your neighborhood, you know, and, and by doing that, you can bring smiles to faces and make someone's birthday all the better or whatever, you know, but mm-hmm. that's your calling and giving yourself permission to fulfill that purpose and explore what other possibilities you can do with your calling and the connections you make and how you help people we focus on why we do what we do versus more than what we do and the journey behind that, you know, and the growth of not only yourself, but the people you've helped and people you've impacted that you had no idea about. Many of my, my um, guests and listeners say they got a compliment from someone that heard about them from someone over here, from someone over here, from someone over here like three or four people down the road is how they heard from them all. And it travels all around the world. Yeah. I was, I was on a cruise with somebody and I, they were talking about you and stuff. So I looked you up and I went back home to, to Australia and I was talking to somebody and then they flew over to their house in in Japan. And, you know, so it travels and so many stories like that and the impact that you don't realize you have by using your calling and fulfilling your purpose. Yeah, yeah, I I totally agree with that. And you know, also the opposite is true. Sometimes we don't want to lean into our passion and our purpose and our true calling. And then when we don't lean into that, the world misses out because you have a specific place and you have a specific something to contribute. And when you don't contribute that something for us, then we miss out. Sometimes people think to uh, be effective or to be impactful, they need to be bigger. Like you said, you know, we can't all be Oprah. (laughs) You know, we can't all be uh, Michael Jordan. We can't all be, you know, somebody has to be the the other side of those things, you know, and even when you look at things like maybe people who assist in that greatness, those people themselves are fulfilling uh, a calling or a purpose or a passion. That's what you do best. And that's what we need you to do. And so when you don't do that, we miss out, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's like we're missing something. We're missing a part of something that we should really have. So tell me, we were talking earlier about creating a um, atmosphere or a place of abundance. Let's chat a little bit more about that. Yeah. And I think part of it is because we feel embarrassed or ashamed or because we're not Oprah or um, Grant Cardone or Tony Robbins or Michael Jordan or, you know, um, <clears throat> Ellen DeGeneres or you name it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we feel insignificant. We feel 
I don't, I don't have anything to contribute, you know? And so we, we hide it. We we're ashamed of it. We're embarrassed by it, unfortunately and stuff. And so we, we keep it to ourselves and we stay small. And by us staying small, the next person feels like they need to stay small because they don't want to share it as, for the same reasons. But, but when we, when we share and we're open to it and we're not knocking someone else's dreams or ambitions and say, huh, yeah, right, I don't see that happening for you kind of thing, you know, versus you want to be the next Oprah, go for it. How can I help? You know, so if, if we make those changes and that goes back to who we surround ourselves with, and then if we become the people, the person we want ourselves surrounded if we become that for somebody else and we start that environment you know then it creates an atmosphere where other people will share and pretty soon we're all you know sharing it and growing and oh, I never thought of it that way that that's going to help me so much or you know you should listen to this podcast it really helped me with this and so we we all grow by giving yes yes I totally Totally with you on that. So what do you think about the work environment? How do you apply the big dream big theory to the work environment? That one was a tough one when I was first um, discovering that because we're we're so ingrained with money is, you know, taboo topic. We don't talk about it. We just do what our our boss tells us to do because we don't want to get in trouble or we hate our job and we're only here for the paycheck kind of thing. But when you flip it, again, it goes back to your internal mindset. When you flip it to see because of this job, yeah, I may not like it. It allows me to do this over here. Because of this job, I can live my passion or my purpose over here more, you know? And, and so when you think of it as a tool, yeah, it's not the best way, you know, like the, the car you were driving when you saw that um, truck, you know, it wasn't the car you wanted at the time of the most ideal car or, or your dream car, but it got you to aim from point A to point B at mm-hmm. the time on your way to your dream car. So your, your work environment may not be the most ideal or whatever, but you can still talk about abundance and, you know, thinking bigger and making a better impact, you know, even if it's not, financially or you don't have the money to help all these people over here do your dream like you really want to you could still be positive and make an impact that way and still talk about abundance and then then that will lead to yourself growing and getting into bigger environments that will be more conducive to towards your dreams yes and it all starts in your head it all starts in your head and in your heart how you dream and what you see for yourself and what you want for yourself. And then you start to uh, drive yourself towards that is what I'm hearing you say. So what do you think about um, helping others in the business world, like maybe helping your coworkers or your peers? What can we do to help them dream big once we're kind of aware of their plans or their, what can we do to help them? to move forward talking about it is one you know asking them um what do you dream about what are your goals what are your passions 
maybe you know someone that talks about it. I, I connect um, a lot of people I know with, hey, connect with this person, get on their podcast or listen to their podcast or or they're working on this over here, you know, connect with them. Maybe you guys can do something together um, or maybe you can learn from each other or, or you know, and, and it may not always be immediate that they the connections work together, but maybe there's an event six months down the road that they're planning and then you'd be a great part of or vice versa. In fact, I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, I was on Facebook and somebody posted that they liked this book and I said, or they wanted to read this book. And, and so I messaged him said, I have a copy. I could meet you somewhere, you know, just something simple like that. And now we're planning a, a summit about dreaming big and believing that it's possible for you, you know, helping others dream big as well because of that one simple Facebook post. Wow, that just one action. Uh, you planted a seed there. So we definitely want to ensure that our listeners are, are aware of that summit because I'm sure many would like to attend. So do you have any information just yet that I could put in the, um, in the promo or is that still in the making? So it's still in the making and um, I will definitely keep that posted. I I didn't okay. say that to self-promote, so I didn't want to <laughs> come across as that, of course, but, but I wanted the example of just talking to others, you know, just sharing your ideas. Be embarrassed for five minutes. You know, if they say something negative, then, you know, they're not ready for that conversation and go talk to someone mm -hmm. else. I also think of the movie Trolls that came out several years ago. The trolls are always negative, and they think they have to have an outside source for them to be happy. But when um, Princess Poppy, she knows that it's her decisions, she's in control, and then ultimately teaches some of the trolls that they have that choice too. You know, so going back to that internal mindset, we have the choice to be positive regardless of any outside conditions or circumstances. And once we understand that and take that power back, the outside conditions and circumstances and resources and people will start to reflect that. Wow, that's awesome. I like that you said, take that power back. You know, once you start to allow yourself to dream big, then you'll find the resources. And, and again, it's not going to magically happen, but you'll find yourself driven and attracted to the things that you need to help promote this mindset and this thought. So speaking of mindset, you also have a, a component to your program that's called money mindset. Talk to us a little bit about that and how we can work on our money mindset. Everyone has a money mindset already programmed in their mind. And what I help people do is identify what that currently is you know, where it came from, how it evolved to where it is now, because it might have been different five years ago for them, and then how they can change it, identify what mindset they want, and then how to change it to the mindset they want. Ah, that's great, because a money mindset is going to be just as important as dreaming big. So I'm hearing now, I am invigorated, I'm recharged and 
you know, I'm going to work on my dream big thought process. I'm going to work on my money mindset thought process. And I just have one other question. I wanted to know, what do you think about children? How can we help children to dream big as they grow? How can we help them? You know, children typically think, oh, you know, I want to be Batman or I want to be, you know, a Spider-Man or, you know, so we want our children to know that your dreams can come true. Maybe you're not going to be Spider-Man, but (laughs) so how do we talk to our children about how do we plant a seed there and help understand what it is they truly want to be? Is there a way that we can spot their potential and grow that, help them to dream big? A lot of it is how we respond. Like when they say, mommy, I want to be Spider-Man or daddy, I want to um, be a fireman when I grow up. You know, if we shoot it down, then they're going to shoot it down. But if we're like, all right, what do you like about Spider-Man? You know, and we start to add fuel to that fire, you know, let's talk about Spider-Man this, let's talk about Spider-Man that. And then you you help them find resources as well and others that want to be Spider-Man. Um, my son is into Minecraft. You know, he plays a lot of Minecraft. So I've I've connected him with kids and some of his friends that play Minecraft and they talk about Minecraft and he's got his own YouTube channel. And so I'm building that fire and and then being the example, you know, the words you use as well. Mommy, I want to go to Disneyland. We can't afford it. It's going to shut them right down. But if if you show the example, okay, it's not physically in the budget but we know what to do to make it happen we know it's possible and we'll work towards making it happen you know by dreaming big and following our intuition and connecting with the right people and stuff we know it's possible when you raise it in a way that you show you're believing that it is possible they're going to believe it's possible as well wow so cool especially when you say don't shut it down. So mommy, I want to go to Disneyland. Well, we can't afford that. You know, to the child, that means we're never going to Disneyland, (laughs) you know, but if you say to them, you know, something there, well, you know, maybe next year, however you phrase it, anything other than no, is not going to happen, you know? So how you phrase that to a child is very important because we all know that children are full of hope and they, what you say to them sticks, they take it internally. So if we place that dream big mentality in them and we place that hope in them and we allow that seed to grow, then that is going to definitely benefit that child. I I really appreciate that. That's a really great the way you put that. So do you have any gifts or anything that you have for our listeners? I do money mindset and dream big coaching. And if you go to my website, ingersollenterprises.com, then forward slash mentorship, there's some free downloadable worksheets you can work on, or I also do the coaching. So if you want that, you can fill out the form and um, connect with me that way. And then I also do financial services as well. So um, the financial services and those worksheets are, are 
right there on the website. So go download those. And all my contact information is on there. Again, ingersollenterprises.com forward slash mentorship. Okay, that's great. So listeners, go and get that worksheet and learn more about how you can dream big. It's in you. If you can conceive it, you can achieve it. So we're going to look forward to a world full of dream biggers, bigger dreamers. <laughs> we're going to look forward to a world of that going forward. And Kenny, I just want to thank you for all your inspiration today, your encouragement, your enlightenment to help us dream big and understand our money mindset. So thank you so much for your time and all your information, your contact information will be included with the video. Thank you, Beverly. I've loved being here. I've loved talking about this stuff. I can tell. <laughs> this is awesome. Thank you so much, Kenny. We hope we have delivered helpful and enlightening information to help you create your dream team. Join us next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Team Building Cultures.